2: Restrictions apply.
1: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Okay, it is Sharp Money week two here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Conference tournaments underway, more games to tip. We've got Air Force UNLV coming up in about 29 minutes. I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy Dustin Swedelson producing, and of course, Amal Shaw. I'll introduce. Our friend, our sharp friend here in a second. But first, what happened during the break there, Amal? Can you give us an update on those games in progress?
3: Yeah, let's start in the Mountain West here in Las Vegas. Right now, 67-65. Uh, Fresno State trailing, but has the basketball. Colorado State scored with 2.7. Fresno State brought the ball into the front court, called a timeout. So they're going to have less than two seconds, 1.9 to be exact, to be able to get a shot off. Right now, Richmond leading George Mason 55-51 in the A-10 tournament. Patrick 208 to go there. It was a timeout taken by Richmond after they score. That one being played in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. And we've got a barn burner right now in Greensboro between Pittsburgh and Georgia Tech. The Ramblin' wreck were getting wrecked early on. 44-31 at the break. Ayo. Right now, 18-6 outscoring Pittsburgh in the second half. And it is currently Pittsburgh 50. Georgia Tech 49, 14 minutes to go in that one, six minutes into the second half. Uh, St. John's up at the break, 44 29 at MSG. It's uh, Grambling State over Bethune Cookman, 47 27 at the break here in Las Vegas at T Mobile Arena. It is Colorado Washington. Uh, Colorado leading 28 20. And maybe we can find a second half number here. I'd be looking at the second half over. Colorado goes 12 for 35 from the floor, UW goes 7 for 26. Both these teams combined, 4 for 22 from the three point line. I think we'll see a much more, uh, uh, excuse me, much higher scoring second half.
5: That's exactly what I need from you, Amal Shaw. And all those years working with Brent Musburger paid off with that play-by-play. Tremendous job as we got you back here. Uh, next to Amal Shaw there at the South Point in studio, Mike Samich, of course, one of our sharp friends, RacingDudes.com, professional handicapper. And as we say hi to Mike, it's great to see you. Thank, thank you for coming into studio as we say hi, you're in town for a big-time horse racing handicapping championship starting on Friday, correct?
6: Yeah, here for, uh, here for a week in Vegas. Going to be playing in NHC, the National Horse Players Championship. Uh, it was about 564 people last year. Uh, it's going to be over 618 this year, so we're going to have a, a little bit bigger of a prize pool. Should be a ton of fun. It's an absolute blast. It's essentially the World Series of Poker for horse players, uh, but you've got to qualify for it, which makes it unique. You can't buy your way in.
5: Uh, you, can, you, can, you can flex. So there were <laughs> over 550 contestants last year. You finished where last year?
6: Uh, finished seventh last year. Actually had a, a awful day one. I put up a score of zero points on day one. Um, and so that, that usually means you're out of the tournament. I won day two. So took down day two, got a $10,000 BCBC seat, got, made the money, and then made a run on day three to get up to seventh in the final table.
5: And way, you took home how much money?
6: Uh, 85000 in cash and prizes. It's pretty good.
5: Not a bad weekend. Pretty good. It's pretty good day at the office for Mike Somich. Okay, we were just talking and you heard them all with the updates. Did you take anything from it? Or you want anything
6: early? I like the look on that over there in the second half. I love playing teams that you can see regress to the mean, specifically from the three-point stripe. Uh, in this case, if you have two teams who aren't shooting the three-ball well, but generally shoot it better than the percentages in the first half, I like looking at the over. And, and Opposite of that, if you have two teams that are shooting the lights out and you get a chance to play the under and you can kind of expect them to regress back to the mean from that three ball and missed some in the second half. I like looking at unders there. So I, I think uh, that was a, a good look on the over total there. Patrick, want to build on on total
5: on the second sorry. half there, Amal.
3: Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. I want to build though. What i Mike just said. And one of the reasons why I took Georgia tech down 13 at the break, Pittsburgh was 16 for 25 from the floor in the first half. I didn't think they were to shoot 64% in the second half. And uh, we've seen them drop off tremendously. So think about this. I was getting now 14 for the game, unless uh, Georgia tech continues to shoot shots like that. I should be okay. You know, the old fadeaway with 18 on the shot clock. Uh, guys are open, but I'm going to go one on five. got to love that kind of basketball.
5: Not overly efficient. i got a total of 69 and a half in that second half for Colorado-Washington. Are you going to pummel it them all?
3: i got to go over. And a couple of reasons. Number one, UW season's on the line here. They're not getting in the tournament. Neither is Colorado. You're at 28-20. That puts the to- game total at, what, 117 and a half? Uh, I, I think it's too short of a number there. Uh, if, if you're going to go with that number, I think you got to play it over 69 and a half.
5: Okay, boys, uh, Mike Samich in studio here on sharp money. As we're talking this conference tournaments, let's talk Texas tech, West Virginia, nine, eight seed matchup T-Mobile in Kansas city. Of course, the big 12 what's fascinating. And I know you and I both like tech and tech should be better than they are with Harmon and O'Banner and Amick. But remember there's a lot going on them all with this program right now. Mark Adams, is suspended for racially insensitive comments. Uh, So he was already under pressure for underperforming in a disappointing season. Here's Texas Tech. They need to make a run in the Big 12. West Virginia probably got off the bubble with that late win against Kansas City to close out the regular season. So they jumped off the bubble. They've got a 25 net. West Virginia is probably in here. This number opened two. I bet it two, it's up to four. Amal, we'll start with you
3: like to play here by you on this one. I think it's a bad spot for this Texas Tech team. You know, you mentioned O'Banner. I'm a big uh, Kevin O'Banner fan, but I'm not a big Davion Harmon guy. Remember, he started at Oklahoma, transferred to Oregon, now transferred to Texas Tech. Uh, he's another one of these one-on-five type of players, just doesn't get it done consistently for me. To me, Jalen Tyson's a guy that it's been criminal that they have not gotten him more shots. He can really shoot the three-ball effectively. I think this is going to be a bad spot for them. The Mountaineers uh, are going to put some pressure on this team. And I, I like West Virginia here. I think you've got a great, great number. I'm not going to lay the four here, but I think the Mounties win this game. I'll look for an opportunity in-game if early on, if Texas Tech can get out to a lead.
5: And, Mike Somich, you're going to target the total with Texas Tech and West Virginia. This total open, 147.5. Actually, bet down a little bit here.
6: I can find a 145. You're going to go over. Yeah, I'm going to go against that move. I, I think these two teams, they generally play a little bit faster style than you expect. You think of Texas Tech, you think of these defensive battles. It's just not the way they've been playing this year. These two teams average 151 points per game, with this total sitting around 145, 145.5. I think it's a, an opportunity to take the over there. If you look at the two games that they have played this season against each other, the first one landed – or the second one landed on 150. The first one landed under the total, 137. But if you dig deeper into that – The two teams shot 13 for 55 from three. Neither team shot over 40% from the floor. If we get any type, if we get the same style that we have seen in both of those first two games and they are able to make a reasonable amount of shots, I think this one gets over that 145.5 total pretty easily.
3: You know, Patrick, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Amal. Mike brings up a great point in terms of three-point shooting. I think you said 13 for
6: 55, right? 13 for 55 in the first game.
3: So you're below 25% there in the low 20s there um, or even, even below that. But here's the thing. Um, To me, both these teams are around 35% from the three-point line as a collective. Even if they're just at 30%, you're going to have a much higher scoring game. And then, again, seasons on the line, you could wind up with a plethora of fouls late.
6: Yeah, they they shot 13 for 55 from three and still only ended up nine points under what this total is. So you only need three of those to go down, and all of a sudden you're sitting at that 145 number. So I, I, I think this one's lined significantly too low. I had it around 149 when I was making my numbers. West Virginia is a weird team because they don't have the
5: size of them all, but they're 15th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Stevenson, Johnson, and Matthews Jr. combined for 70 points in that win over Kansas State. It's a team that killed me all year in West Virginia.
3: You know, this is the fewest number of games I've gotten involved with the Mounties. I'm usually a big Mounties fan. I I like Huggins, the job he does there. But I've not gotten involved in too many of their games this year. But this team is generally pretty tough. Remember now, this is going to be played in Kansas City uh, at T-Mobile Arena or T-Mobile Center there. So uh, as you get towards Kansas State and Kansas, pay attention to them having a home court advantage in those matchups uh, tomorrow. But uh, for right now, I think this is a play that you made at the two was a great, great play, regardless of the result. That was a fantastic play on the current – or that number at the time.
5: Yeah, you're just trying to get the best of it. You want to get out in front of that move. I did at two. It's up the four, Texas Tech and West Virginia. Samich, we can talk a little theory here. And part of your notes, you mentioned game selection, where we talk about specialization all the time with the pros. Just pick a conference, focus on it, and you can really start to get to know the ins and outs of those teams. But when you have – I mean, this is almost – You get so thirsty to bet every game on the board today because
6: there's so much excitement. When you talk about game selection, what are you saying here? Well, it's, it's all about realizing that making a dollar is making a dollar is making a dollar. It doesn't matter if you want it in the Big Ten tournament. It doesn't matter if you want it on the Big South tournament. It's all worth the exact same amount. So what's important is to not get too carried away when you're looking at the board. I mean, I, I walked in last night, landed in Vegas, immediately went to go play poker. Went over to the Bellagio, was playing in the five ten game. You got Bobby's room going on over there. You got all the big stars. It's this, this great lucrative place to play. The game was atrocious. No one was talking. Everyone's staring at their phones. There's absolutely no action. I get up. I grab a bite to eat. I go play the 2-3 no limit at Bally's. Make 1500 bucks in three hours because everyone's laughing, having a good time, absolutely great game. It's all about selecting the right place to play. A dollar's a dollar. you got to just find your best angles and play those and don't overextend in those spots. I-
3: he, he makes such a great point you know one of the reasons i never have a losing session in poker though patrick's on the way out i just rob old people you know, wait, it's wait, never hold, a problem wait,
5: wait, wait. You know, I was gonna say, did you just say you've never had a losing session well, i, at the I poker mean i might have lost
3: at the table but then i just robbed the old guy on the way out i mean come
6: on i wait, got him i'm waiting for him he just you know he doesn't close the session out till he's up so <laughs> if, even if it's a five-day session until he's up money he's not closing it out in the notes I, I, no, I'm kidding. I don't know if you heard
5: samich but uh, before the show started me and dustin were texting all night last night Night all morning, and we were looking for our partner in Amal shaw He prepares for the show at the poker table at the Bellagio. So you may have seen him over there at his office.
3: Well, first of all, I had the text on silent. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of the thumbs up text and all that. Ah, okay, got it. You know, I saw you know, we all you're know you got f- the text. You're not
5: a fan of communication, is what you're saying, how other humans do it, is what you're telling me.
3: Excuse me. I consider myself an elite communicator.
6: We know you do. Know <laughs> you do. The, the yeah. true story <laughs> here <laughs> is as <laughs> well. He was wanting to stack <laughs> and I, one person. He wasn't willing to text you back until he did it. <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly Games right. tipping
5: off while we're on the air. Coming up in just a little bit, Samich. I don't know if you have a lean Air Force UNLV. We were talking about that one a little bit earlier. Also Northwestern State, Texas A and M, Corpus Christi. We got St. Joe's. Uh, shout to Thomas Gable, his alma mater, and George Washington. Anything? on the slate that's tipping here in just a little bit. I played UNLV
6: first half. Uh, I don't like this Air Force team at all. I think UNLV is going to have a, an advantage in that spot. I expect them to jump out early. I laid three in the first half. Uh, I, I believe it's a, between three and three and a half right now. So you can still get that it's number three. if you'd like. Yep,
5: you can still find three.
6: But I, I like playing some of these teams in the first half specifically because you see big time motivation from the, the lower seeds or the teams that are seated higher that, that want to advance in these spots. Air Force, not a very good team. I think UNLV covers the first half
5: all right there it is the big guy flexing through Tex. So you can jump on the mic Dustin he's laid two and a half first half with UNLV so maybe a little bit got the best of it over Samish competition in studio when we return more on these games tipping coming up soon including St. Joe's George Washington Gable's got to play there we're back sharp money
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint.
1: VSIN the Sports Betting Network.
5: Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. It's 19 bucks. Goulet, our program director, you crazy for this one. He's hanging out in studio. He's giving everything away for $19. Now, remember, you get everything we offer. If you missed any picks throughout the day, we got you. If you missed out on the betting guides, we got you. If you missed out on Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson, it's all there. All 68 teams broken down extensively. $19. You can afford $19 sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSN. all of the articles, all of the podcasts, all there. Vcin.com slash subscribe. That's V S I N.com slash subscribe. And as we welcome you back here on sharp money. Uh, now I know why Amal is on his best behavior. I've just learned that Goulet's in studio. Is that why you're acting and got a little extra pep in your step today? My friend. No, um, Okay. Sounds like a Thank real you. pet.
3: Appreciate well, it. He just left. No, I just I was annoyed because uh, Pittsburgh just hit a three-pointer. <laughs> <It> had nothing <laughs> well, to do with anything.
5: Hold, hold you, on. He doesn't you even do know have what you a asked takeaway. him. But, I, I really you do have a takeaway. Hold on, guys. Richmond, George Mason, yeah. Mason, a sixty-two fifty-seven winner, but you had a takeaway from that, all.
3: Yeah. So you know when you look at these in-game totals, is one ten and a half, one eleven and a half, one twelve and a half. The game winds up at one nineteen, Patrick. And I think the reason I want to bring it to everyone's attention is there was twenty-one seconds remaining when Richmond was down one. They hoist up a bad three-point shot, and miss it. In those final twenty-one seconds, we wind up with eight points. So just. Take that into consideration when you're looking at betting either the sides or totals, particularly the totals. You're going to see a just a parade to the free throw line, and you're going to see a lot of opportunities for scoring. So just something to keep in the back of your mind in any game that's tight.
5: Love it. Mike Samich joins us in studio, one of our sharper friends here on Sharp Money. Professional handicapper in town in Vegas from California for a horse racing handicapping uh, tournament coming up this week. Of course, RacingDudes.com. Imagine this is the job. Look at Amal Shah. It, for those that don't understand, Samich, maybe you can paint the picture a little bit. In front of you, you've got like 10 screens with college hoops going on while he's working, correct?
6: Yeah, it's it's pretty phenomenal, to be honest with you. I mean, this is my first time sitting here in studio. You, you legitimately have seven, eight different TV screens here. Amal's live betting on his iPad as I'm talking right now. You got Dustin <laughs> at the break ca- calling into the mic his plays. I mean, it's just a, it's a wonderful atmosphere. It's just a, a, a better's paradise over here.
5: Yeah. What did you say you were betting, Uh, Dustin? Because you were chirping in my ear and I didn't have it. But maybe you can give it to the listener.
2: Uh, Washington cut the lead down. It's down to four now versus Colorado. And I went in game on Colorado laying four and a half, but it's not looking so good for me so far in the second.
3: Dude, there's 16 minutes to go. They're half a point from covering. Calm down.
5: (laughs) Take it easy. Take it easy. Samich has got opinions on the quarterback market in the NFL. We'll get to that in just a little bit in futures. Also, first and second period statistics for the NHL. But you've got a big game tonight. This one is a marquee matchup. Texas Southern and Alcorn State... Your boys, Alcorn State, opened a point and a half favorite. They've been bet up to two here, Samish.
6: Yeah, all eyes on Alcorn State tonight. There's no way anyone else watching another game on the board. <laughs> now, it's a great example of one of these little games that I think isn't lying correctly. Alcorn State had a brutal start to the season. They started off 3-10. and ten. They went 15-2 and two after that. They're 15-3 and three in conference. They beat Texas Southern twice. They need to win the tournament to be able to get into the big dance. This team has gotten significantly better as the season's gone on. I love them as a short favorite here. You mentioned they opened open minus one and a half. They're up to minus two right now. I would play this one up to minus three. Uh, I threw it in a money line parlay as well. I like playing some of these short favorites on parlays if I'm putting a couple together. So I, I played the two with Alcorn State, played a minus 135 in a money line parlay as well. I think they're going to take care of business tonight against Texas Southern.
5: Lay the two, Alcorn State. I got a surprise for Amal Shaw here. Wake Forest beat Syracuse earlier today, 77 74. Jim Beheim has been there since World War II, and he discussed his future. Go ahead, big guy. Oh, but uh, I've just been
4: lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> well, I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday and I gave it in the press conference afterwards and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out.
5: Okay, there is Sunshine talking about- You're gonna retire?
4: This is up to the university.
5: You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying...
0: said it. I don't know. So you don't know?
4: Okay. I said this is up to the university.
5: And you, you're not Array sure whether sunshine. you're... When will you, when, okay, how you can pull you it down. I, I, he's he's killing you... me with how monotony is. You can pull that down. A ray of sunshine in Syracuse, New York there, Amal Shaw, your boy Jim Boeheim, Yeah. discussing his future.
3: I didn't know if he was talking to us from the other side of the grave or what. Jesus, I mean, good God. The guy was, like, dead. <laughs> You know, listen, they should get rid of him. You know, the you know the funny thing in sports I never understood is they go, well, he's a legend. You can't get rid of him. These guys are not working for free. Brett Favre was not playing for free. Rodgers has not been playing for free. Bayheim has not been going, you know what? I made enough money from Syracuse. I'm gonna forego the salary. No, you're paying them. Get rid of him. He sucks. He won one national title thanks to Melo 20 years ago. It's been two decades, dude. Guys he's recruiting don't even remember. They weren't even born. Their, their mother and father hadn't even gotten together yet to create them yet, okay? Get rid of this guy. Take him out with last week's snow.
5: Talking copulation on a sharp money <laughs> on a Wednesday. Okay. Happy to talk NFL with Mike Somage. So let's do this. You mentioned the quarterbacks, how it affects the futures market. I, I don't know if you heard, but I threw a little conspiracy theory about Lamar Jackson. He got the non-exclusive franchise tag What's your take on Lamar and the futures market as far as the NFL is concerned?
6: A futures market with these quarterbacks is awfully interesting. I mean, we saw the Jets go from twenty-four to one down to sixteen to one to win the Super Bowl just because they got on a plane and flew to California to talk to Aaron Rodgers. No, no other news other than that. So you know this is going to move the number. To me, what happens with Lamar is going to be really interesting here. Uh, You mentioned that there. I would be surprised if anyone gives him a fully guaranteed contract. I don't expect that money is going to happen again after what we saw with Deshaun Watson. But if he goes to the NFC, which I think is where the most likely suitors are for him, he may be the best quarterback next year in the NFC. I mean, that list is Jalen Hurts, it's Dak Prescott, it's Derek Carr. I, you know, I, I guess you could talk about the, the guy from Minnesota as well. But it just there's not a great list of quarterbacks sitting in the NFC. If you see him go to a semi-contender they have got a very good shot to come out of the nfc and so for me i think it's the futures market specifically the nfc futures market if you start to get wind that you are going to see someone make a play for lamar in the nfc becomes very very interesting
5: i think that's a great point patrick
6: in terms no, of looking and at the future. that number did
5: futures. shift. We've got the number for the Jets and the shift just because they spoke with Aaron Rodgers coming up here. But go ahead, Amal.
3: No, I'm sorry. I was going to say, what uh, the point that Mike brought up about the futures, and he's right. The NFC is still open. You still look at Philadelphia and San Francisco as the top two teams. But other than that, if you can kind of figure out where he could potentially land, there's a great opportunity here to maybe see something the way we saw uh, some betters do it with Tom Brady going to Tampa.
5: Super Bowl odds over at DraftKings for the Jets, by the way. 25-1 to 1, after the meeting yesterday dropped to 18-1. to 1, Aaron Rodgers potentially to the Jets as they start to run Samich out of options. Derek Carr was second on their list. Derek Carr is a saint. There's some questions, though. What are the Carolina Panthers going to do? What's Atlanta going to do? Atlanta was rumored to be interested in Jackson. They came out and said they're not. Miami was rumored to be interested in Jackson. They came out and said they're backing Tua.
6: So questions
5: still yet to be answered.
6: Yeah, I mean, none of these GMs ever lie either, right? So, we yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't no be posturing. shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in either Atlanta, Carolina, or Miami. The Lamar Jackson, that is. As far as you know, seeing Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets, I, I think he's the most logical choice for him. The Jets have a win-now lineup. They have a window because of some of the rookies that are out there and how they can handle the salary cap. They need a big-time quarterback, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers would be a massive upgrade for them if yeah. he does end up there. However, all of this to me is just. I, I'm sitting here and I'm hoping. That Aaron Rodgers ends up in the, in the Jets. I'm, I'm hoping that we get more of these quarterbacks going to the AFC so that I can get a better number on Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs. I still like them to be able to come out of the AFC and possibly win the Super Bowl next year. I'm hoping we can catch a float on them because of all this other news you have for other teams.
5: The Mahomes contract is interesting. I think he signed that 10 year extension where it was very club friendly, right? But. Next year, it starts to get a little dicey. You saw them release Frank Clark. They're going to have to make other roster moves to make up for the fact that that's going to be a bigger cap hit with Mahomes. That's how this game is played, where they can kind of space out the money, but eventually you're going to have to pay the ticket, Amal Shaw. And that's what's going to happen here with the Chiefs. They're going to have to get very creative with the roster because that cap hit from Mahomes is going to get bigger.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's why these rookie deals with the way Cincinnati's structured right now with Burrow being on the rookie deal, you've got to be able to take advantage of it. We see all the Seahawks go to two Super Bowls with Russell Wilson on the rookie pay scale. That makes a huge difference because you can pay other players that are elite at other positions. But once the quarterback position gets paid, which I don't understand why teams are eating up 25% of their salary cap for pedestrian quarterbacks.
5: Give me an example. Well,
3: Russell Wilson. I mean, think about how much the cap space he's eating up in Denver for a guy. We're not even sure he's going to be able to play. Let's see what Sean Payton can do with him. You know, you're paying a guy like Daniel Jones $40 million, your franchise tag, uh, Saquon Barkley. You know, the deal overall is team-friendly in terms of the guaranteed money, but, I mean, do you really want to be giving Daniel Jones $40 million a year on a two hundred? I think the cap's going to be about two fifteen, So it's about 20, a little bit under 20%, but still, that's a lot of money to be given to a guy that, you know, I, I don't know. Is he a... Is he a top 12 guy? I don't think so.
5: Yeah, the Giants caught themselves in no man's land because they made the postseason with him. Yeah. They're eventually. They're going to have to find a quarterback. They knew they were going to have to find a quarterback because they didn't pick up that fifth year option. But they're drafting what in the 20s? Yeah, so they're not going to be able to move up unless they gave up a ton. They still have a ton of holes on that roster. Yeah. So they paid Jones. I'm not disagreeing with you, but they were kind of in no man's land there. When we come back, Samich went to the lab. We're coming back and discussing first period and second period unders in the NHL.
1: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. V-Zen, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Welcome back. This segment of Sharp Money is presented by Zim. Excuse me, Zin, Z-Y-N, Nicotine Pouches. Zin nicotine pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zin understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different, so... Everyone's on their own journey, but whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zen nicotine pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, Zinn does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sports betting is addictive, so you got to be careful, but we love it. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we welcome you back. Amal Shaw. There, Mike Samich hanging out, one of our sharp friends in studio at the South Point. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, in-game betting. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back. Real quick, boys, we've got UNLV and Air Force tipping here, right, all Have we gone yet?
3: Uh, no, not yet. About uh, 4.40 Eastern, 1.40 Pacific time. So we got about 8 to 10 more minutes on this one. We're all kind of on the Rebel side here. Mike's got uh, UNLV first half minus three. Dustin's got UNLV minus two and a half. I've got the money line for the game. Uh, so we're all going to be pulling for the Rebs here.
5: Tremendous. We talked a little bit earlier, Samich, and I want to get more theory, uh, but we talked a little bit earlier, B.C., North Carolina. We played a Seth Greenberg clip, which was fascinating. And, of course, the preseason number one North Carolina team that made a run to the final last year, lost by four to Kansas. It's a team that right now is fighting for their life to get into the tournament of 68 I don't know if he had a play here, but this number open nine and a half has been bet all the way up to 11 and a half. We understand Quinton Post probably won't play. He didn't play for B.C. against Louisville yesterday. That's a big miss. As Amal mentioned earlier, Baycock can eat inside if Quinton Post is not playing. Do You have a lean here. Boston College, North Carolina, ACC.
6: I would have – I, I like the 9.5. If you got 9.5 on North Carolina, I think that was a good number. I think the correct side is being bet here. I would expect that you're going to see a really motivated North Carolina team. They, they need to win these games if they want to get into the tournament. And they are a talented team. They just have not been able to put it together this year. And so the question is now that it's crunch time, are we going to be able to put it together? Boston College is a hot mess right now. So I, I would lean toward the North Carolina side. This is a game where you know – I've talked about this a couple times here. I like betting favorites in the first half in a lot of these tournament games because they come out – absolutely firing. A lot of times at halftime, you see some type of regression back to the mean and you get a little closer to the total or to the, the overall line. But if I was going to look at this game right now, I would be looking at North Carolina minus six in the first half versus laying the full 11 and a half.
5: Beautiful. Love it. Amal Shaw. I got one for you points at a premium. This game is like watching paint drying. That's Ohio state, your Ohio state Buckeyes against Wisconsin, a neutral court, See, it might take a little bit for these two teams to catch their equilibrium at the United Center there in Chicago. This number open Ohio State one has been bet up to two. Both sides are obviously going to play at a slow, p- slow pace. You see it indicative there as far as the total at 130. Any and he leans Ohio State, Wisconsin them all.
3: Yeah, I was looking at the Buckeyes here at minus two, uh, even though Wisconsin has been the better team during the big 10 regular season. Uh, to me, I think this might be a decent spot here for the Buckeyes Num- numbers have been bouncing back and forth between one and a half and two, but haven't played it yet. I think there's just some better opportunities. And look, if you're not a second half player, I think you got to get in the habit of it a little bit, real quick, couple of updates. Pittsburgh, it, ap- it appears like Georgia Tech's going to easily cover the second-half number. They never actually trailed against the number. They were catching one in the second half. They jumped out to a 7-2 lead to start the second half. Right now, they lead 42-35 in second half, scoring the game's flown over the total of 74. The Washington-Colorado game, we're at the under-12 media timeout, Eleven forty to go roughly. They've scored 39 points in the first eight minutes. That's good <laughs> so, for our over, so, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
5: I mean, it's <laughs> not so, going to get it done. Uh, Wisconsin won the loan meeting in Columbus earlier this year, 65-60 yeah. against Ohio State. Samich, I don't know if you have a play here. Again, Ohio State up to two. I just saw Circa go to two and a half. A little surprise there. 131 on the total, Samich. Well,
6: I, I think we all have uh, some little birdies around Vegas who may uh, chirp in our ear. If you hear someone's going to make a play here, I had a friend tell me that there was a group coming in at Ohio State at minus one and a half. Uh, so if I was going to play this, I'd be playing Ohio State minus i i'm not going to try and go against them uh, they uh, have significantly better numbers than most people out there so if ohio state minus two is still available that would be the side i'd, I'd play i did not bet this game uh, for full transparency but I, I did hear that uh one one large group in vegas is on ohio state here makes sense steamed up to two and a half over at circa with
5: ohio state lane it is there or has there been a more underwhelming power is there been a more underwhelming team? We talked about Louisville being one of the worst teams in the country, regardless. But how about Ohio State this year and Holt minimal?
3: Yeah, I think he could be in a potential uh, situation where I don't know if they're going to make a move on him or not, but this team has not played particularly well. You know, uh, Senball has been a young talent for them, but you've had Zed Keys been out of the lineup a little bit of late. this team has some talent just as suing a cow transfer. They just haven't been able to put it together, and especially in what you and I think would probably agree in terms of a down Big Ten. Mike, I don't know where you come out on the Big Ten, but it has not been a particularly strong year.
6: I don't love the Big Ten. They're, yeah. they're, they're one of those conferences I'm going to be looking to try and beat in the tournament. I, I often, when I'm looking at filling out a bracket, I, I don't like betting tournament futures, but I do enjoy filling out the bracket, and I will often pick conferences which I'm going to fade. To me, this year, the Big Ten's a fade, the Big Twelves a play. Totally
5: agree with both of you. And we talked about the net rating. Wisconsin's a 78. Again, just to harp on it. Utah State's 21 net. Nevada, 36 net. Boise State, 27 net. I'm just saying, as we talk about the parody reigning supreme in the Big Ten. Go ahead, Amal.
3: Yeah, but I don't put that much stock in that. And here's why. First of all, what, what's the exact uh, parameters in which the numbers are created from? And then also, you're playing different level of competition on a nightly basis based on your league, right? Like in the Big Twelve, you have eight losses in league play. It doesn't matter to me. When you got to go to Waco, you got to go to Lawrence, you got to go to uh, Little, Little Apple in Manhattan, um, all these other places. Austin. These are not easy places to play. So I don't put as much stock in that. I know the committee uses that in terms of determining it, but. I think for me, a lot of it, not just, but a partial uh, portion of it is the eyeball test. How do teams look? When I look at the Big Ten, I don't see teams with consistency. Rutgers sometimes struggles to score 60 points. Uh, Ohio State, similar situation. Wisconsin, those types of things. So I I think you have to take into consideration the opponents that you're playing. And I know the net average does all that, but I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of some of those numbers.
5: Okay, rapid fire, Big Ten style. I'm going to ask you guys, we know Purdue's in, we know Indiana's in, we know Maryland's in, Northwestern, Michigan State, Iowa, and Illinois are going to get in the tournament. Samich, I'll start with you. Does Rutgers get in? No. Amal? I think they get in. Wisconsin, Amal? I'm going to go no. Samich? No. Penn State, Samich? No. No. I, I, I'm
3: I'm pushing for Penn State to get in so people can watch Jalen Pickett, but I don't think they get in either.
6: And for both of you, Michigan. I think they make it. I'm not sure they should.
3: <laughs> I, I tend to agree with him. And, 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 you know, don't forget at the end of the day, CBS has paid a lot of money along with Turner and everybody else.
5: Yeah, the logo so matters. For, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does matter. Chuck. The revenue matters. So for those that don't know, Samich, is a big numbers guy. He went into the lab and pulled out some numbers as far as NHL. First period, there's a little correlation here. First period under and second period over NHL
6: numbers. Samich, what do you got? Yeah, let's peel back the onion a little bit here. So uh, when I start it's finding a trend that I think may be profitable. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet it a little bit, log those bets, look at those trends. Then I'm going to start digging for some stats here. And the first period under is something I've been mentioning on Dudes Who Bet Daily, a show I do for RacingDudes.com uh, Wednesday through Sunday. We've been picking one a day to play for about a month and a half now, and they've hit it about 58 59%. And so I decided about two weeks ago I'm going to start to really dig into this first period plays, and a couple of things jumped out at me. First off, 27 of the 32 nhl teams have a profitable roi if you blindly bet them under in the first period so far wow. this year and we are deep into the season so i thought that was absolutely phenomenal two of those teams play tonight the wild first in roi at 23 percent and the jets third in roi at 22 play each other i'll take the under a goal and a half you can currently get the under first period at minus 104 so you're not even laying that much juice right now and what i think is a highly profitable bet there um but then you look at it in the second period all 32 teams are to the over in the NHL in the second period. The worst over team are the Carolina Hurricanes, who are 32 and 28 to the over in the second period. Now, in the second period, you do lay more juice. So you do have to pick your spots there. But you have three teams, the Oilers, who are 53 and 12, the Kraken, who are 52 and 12, and the Devils, who are 50 and 13 to the over. We're going goals in the second period. You're usually laying between 160 and 170 there. Any of those three teams wildly profitable, even though you're laying the extra juice. So then we dove a little more. And there's an interesting thing around the penalties. And I think there are two reasons you're seeing these specific trends. So first off, the first 10 minutes of the NHL game is the least penalized 10 minutes of any section of the games. So you're seeing very few penalties in the first 10 minutes, which is leaning toward those first period unders. The second period is uh, responsible for 40% of the total penalties you're seeing in an NHL game right now. So you have a lot of power plays in the second period, and you have the long change. And that is creating goals at bunches in the second period. So you can play these second period overs, specifically for higher-scoring teams, and first period unders. And you can end up being very profitable in both those spots.
3: It's one of the best breakdowns of hockey I've heard in a long, (laughs) long time. That was tremendous. That was unbelievable.
5: Uh I, I hope people were able to kind of conceptualize what he's saying there, but there is a correlation this year, first period under second period over, as far as the NHL is concerned. And again, on the way out, your play in that first period today was what Samich
6: under a goal and a half wild jets, minus one Oh four,
5: you do, do never, never bring up the Minnesota wild. Even a We, we, hates we me,
6: will
3: agree tried to talk that I got it. screwed last night. We, we got to talk about that. You talk about an awful beat.
5: <laughs> Aaron Halterman on the show last night, he said, first period unders, Somo Bomb, hashtag. We're back with the top 10. Next, here, Sharp Money.
1: I said, I said OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college you didn't it?
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Tired of restless nights?
4: Meet Lisa, the sleep expert don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
7: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal
1: Shaw vcin the sports betting network
5: okay bet rivers online sportsbook is the place to be you could win ten thousand dollars in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive bet river squares this basketball season place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house now if the numbers on your square match the final score of the game you're going to win it's that easy restrictions on qualifying wagers eligible bonuses and credit use full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com that is betriversquares.com we're back. Sharp Money, v Esports the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. We are conference tournaments all over the place. As a matter of fact, in about 15 minutes, you got a couple more tipping. Cal Washington State, Samich is in studio. He's got to play on that one. And DePaul Seton Hall, of course, Amal Shaw, my co-host, has got to play on that one. We'll get to those coming up in just a couple of minutes. Scott Spreitzer. In 14 minutes, professional handicapper to join. Again, he's a mall Shaw, Mike Samich, RacingDudes.com, joining us in studio. I put mall on the spot. That was kind of awkward where I invited Samich to hang for the rest of the show just because that's what we do. We hang when we talk about sports. And I said, is that cool with you, Amal, when you're sitting two feet from him? So I do apologize because that was me putting well, you on the first spot. First
3: of all, no apology required because I like Mike. But second of all, you know me. If I didn't, I would just say it. Yeah, we
5: love them all because he's the only person that I know that would literally just be like, I'm not feeling it. Get this dude out of here.
3: No, would just said, no, you know, it's good. You know, I just want to talk about some other things. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, <laughs> but, but you know, but we, Mike and I were having a nice conversation before we started the show today. But you, it was funny because you were obviously not privy to it. But w- when we had you on last time, Patrick goes, I knew them all would like him. <laughs> and listen, I, you know. I'm a straight shooter. If I don't like you, I'm going to tell you. But uh, real quick, Patrick, a couple things I want to update. Right now at T-Mobile, second half high scoring right now between Colorado and Washington, 6.43 to go. Huskies take a timeout. Uh, Buffalo's by 4, 54-50. Second half scoring sitting at 56 points. We're going to need 14 points over the final 6.45 to get there.
5: Okay. There was something else I wanted to update before we got to the top 10. Air Force jumps out to an early five one lead over UNL. Air Force is so boring to watch. I can't I can't take them right now. How about Butler St. John's? That's one half of your two-teamer St. John's looks like they're going to be okay here. Up 12-4 to play. I guess I just jinxed you. And then that second half over Colorado-Washington. How are we looking there? Uh, we got 56 combined with 643 to play in the second half of them all.
3: What is going on here? <laughs> Dustin, can you, I, I'm sure you're going to have an email for him based on that situation right there, right?
5: Oh, I'm sorry. You just updated us on that. I, I, I appreciate Mike laughing bad. about it. <laughs> Catch it. I, I, I heavy lifting over here. Amal, you know that I apologize to you directly. Now let's go to the big guy with the top 10, because I know Samich has beef with the soup list. Of course, the top 10 with Dustin Sweetelson. we got to get this sponsored to give it a little bit more juice. Dustin, let's recap where we stand. Yeah. You know, we skipped it yesterday. So a big update today, we're going to go all the way from 10 to five.
2: So we unveiled the list beginning of the week, hot and sour started things off at 10 matzo ball number nine eight was manhattan clam chowder then seven we went gumbo followed by number six new england clam chowder and then number five i'm actually shocked i didn't get this into the top four
5: ramen comes in at five now samich has a beef with number nine i think he has a chicken he has a chicken not a beef (laughs)
6: <laughs> okay. i see what it's you did there well done yeah matzo ball soup has to be higher than ninth on this list it's just unacceptable to have matzo ball soup here at nine it's got to be in the top three it's a phenomenal soup it, it takes a classic in the chicken noodle soup and makes it better i didn't have it till i was 25 once i started having it i got i gotta eat it at least once a month i think it's a phenomenal soup how does it end up at nine for you all
2: right mike i, th- I think you you make a lot of fair points here but what i'd say is the way you're viewing matzo ball soup is someone who didn't eat it as an infant growing up and i've eaten it my entire life he's saying he's jewish i'm trying not to because you yell at me every time
5: i say it well because you've never been to israel go ahead you would think that would push this even higher
2: my people are from there i don't have to go there we (laughs) marched through that desert for 40 years i'm not going back anyway uh i've had it my entire life so maybe it doesn't have quite the pizzazz the juice for, for me, as it does with other people who are trying it for the first time, like I have with some of these other soups from these other nations, these other countries that that have these great traditions in <laughs> soup. I don't know how to say it. Great but traditions like,
6: in soup. <laughs> soup,
2: soup. Soup is an ancient food. There's definitely great traditions in soup. I mean, medieval people ate soup. Everyone ate soup. Got to use the whole animal here. So I get what you're saying, but I just I couldn't go higher than nine for matzo ball. First of all, speaking of soup, it's not the soup.
5: Speaking of soup, it sounds like you're drowning in a bowl of soup. So I'm going to save you and move on. (laughs) That is the top 10 list. Ramen coming in at five. And I appreciate you, big guy. Let's go, Cal Washington State. This is going to tip coming up. It looks like about 40 minutes your time there, Samich. Cal, one of the worst teams in basketball. Um, Amal and I were discussing this yesterday. They're so bad. It's appalling when you watch them play. Washington State, good last year, kind of a sneaky, under-the-radar good team. They're laying a price here at 12.5, and Samich, you're going to lay it.
6: Yeah, I mean, the Cal basketball team basically watched the Cal football team and said, hold my beer, right? <laughs> and then they walked out there. They're they're allergic to points. It's ridiculous. Um, I, look, Washington State, solid defensively. Uh, they have been playing very well down the, down the uh, at the end of the season here. They've got five straight wins right now. I actually believe it's six straight wins, multiple on the road. California can't score. This is a game where Washington State is going to come out, play hard defense. California struggled to get to 55. I think Washington State's able to cover the 12 and a half pretty easily here.
3: You, you know, Patrick, this is a team that's 0 12 on the road. They're 0 10 their last 10 games. They've lost 15 in a row. But here's the best part about them. I mean, we could literally take Samich, yourself, myself, Dustin, and uh, Sean in here, and we could keep calendar 40 in in uh, in the first half I mean, none of us are playing college basketball right now in our late 30s and 40s
5: I was going to say, everything you said about Cal is true, and it still doesn't highlight and frame them as bad as they are when you watch them. I don't so know true. what's happened to that program. <laughs> it, they're really, really that bad. So lay the 12-and-a-half Samich with Washington State that Pac 12. Let's go to Paul Seton Hall. you got a pretty good number here, Amal, because I see a couple of shops up to six. I see two shops up to six-and-a-half, but you're going to lay it with Seton Hall in four-and-a-half.
3: Well, I thought the number came down, and part of the thing is Kadari uh, Richmond, he's out. He's uh, one of the lead guards who transferred in from Syracuse, he's going to be out again today. Uh, but this team, I think, is still playing well overall. They they have a game right across the river at MSG, uh, taking on uh, DePaul. This Demons team has been really struggling all year long. This is another one that's struggling. They've lost 12 in a row. I thought this is one of those last-chance saloons. You know, Mike took uh, going against Cal today, this is kind of the last one song for me against DePaul. This has just been a good bet against team. They played well at home sometimes this year. But other than that, highly inconsistent
5: Can I get an update on that Southland number with Northwestern State, Amal? If you have it, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, because I did lay the two. Now, I think that jumped. I laid this early this morning. We're talking Southland and the conference championship here. Regular season champs in Corpus Christi, they've covered three straight in the series against Northwestern State. They've won eight of the last ten meetings overall in the series. They're a more experienced team, and at two, I like the number. I do see it jumped up to three. Uh, I'd lay it. All, I don't know if you have an opinion here on the Southland.
3: Yeah, also, you know, the one thing with Corpus Christi, number two free throw shooting team in the country at 79.3%. I bring that up, Mike, because at the end of a game, you always want a team that can nail some free throws when you're trying to cover a spread. It's so crucial to that. The best team, I'm going to give your home state a shout-out, Patrick. The Please. 2000 Spartans. Man, you'd send Charlie Bell, AJ Granger, and Mo Pete to the line. Six mm. for six, eight for eight. Good night. Game over. We're up four. We won by 12. This thing's covered. Have a nice day. <laughs>
5: You got anything on a and Corpus Christi before
6: I move off at Samich? I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be an absolute battle. I'm going to wait until – I want. I considered laying the two with AM, didn't end up doing it here. Uh, I am interested in the second half over. Part of what Amal said, specifically really good free throw shooting team, if this is a close game late, you're going to see one of those spurts toward the end of the game where you have a bunch of three free throws go up, a bunch of threes go up. I think that can create some more points. So if we're close at the half here, I like the second half over quite a bit in this spot.
5: Amal, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but you're in big sky country. How about Northern Arizona? They were stunningly seven and 22 against D one opponents this year. And they're in the championship game in the big sky against Montana state. Again, Montana state's not been playing great. They come off a double overtime barn burner win against Weber state. 60. I believe it was 60-59, somewhere in there last night. Northern Arizona is catching seven and a half. I have no clue how this team is in the conference championship game.
3: Nobody else does either. And, you know, Montana State comes in having won seven in a row, though. This has been a solid team. But to me, the one thing with NAU is they're not a great defensive team, and I think that's where the Bobcats can take advantage of this one. I'm not going to lay the number here of seven and a half, but this is the one time of the year, Patrick, where I will lay money lines on teams because it's like a playoff game. You know, teams have to win to survive and advance And in these leagues where you're a one bid league, like the big sky, it's winner go home tonight.
5: Don't expect yet to have a take on Northern Arizona-Montana Mon- State, Samich, but if you wanted to throw your two cents, you feel free. Oh,
6: don't worry. I actually do. I looked at this game <laughs> quite a bit. They t- Two teams have played twice this year. Montana State covered that number in the first game. The second game was only a one-point game. Montana State shot horribly from three. Northern Arizona shot 60%. I'll lay it with Montana State here. Like them in the first half, minus four.
5: So he had plenty to say about the big sky. Thank you for that. Spritzer joins us next. He's got Oregon to win the Pac 12, he's got UCLA to win the Natty. That's next with professional handicapper Scott Spritzer right here on Sharp Money. It's VSTEN, the Esports Betting Network.
0: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
4: So should we go electric?
8: I think we should go electrified with Toyota.
1: Electrified? Terms and conditions apply.
4: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.